Hey everyone, it is me, Lauren, your creative mentor, and today uh, we're going to talk about, eh, it's like a mix of a creative pep talk, but really just kind of, I want to kind of sit and validate some of the experiences you're probably going to have when you first start working, and just let you know you are valuable and this is what to expect and this is kind of falling under the managing yourself um month as we close it out um you know we kind of covered um you know creative benefits or not creative benefits creative boundaries and we talked about kind of keeping your discipline through structures, um, the literal business of like managing your own business. But, um, you know, I think we can all struggle with the world telling us all the time in one way or another that um, we're not important and dreaming is stupid and all of that stuff. And it's not stupid and it is important. And so I just kind of wanted to round out the month with that because, um, you know, next month I want to talk about a version of work-life balance, even though we've covered that before, but like, how do you manage kind of, uh, dealing with the gaps and dealing with pandemic trauma and just like, you know, it's really easy as a worker to get like thrown into all of this stuff, whether you're choosing to do it for yourself or you're just working for somebody else. And it's really easy to get caught up in stuff and not handle yourself emotionally. And I think as creatives who work, um, our emotions are really important and we need to make sure we're taking care of ourselves. So if you're new here, (laughs) My name is Lauren. Uh, I created this podcast out of watching frustration uh, from art students on TikTok. And um, I just want to tell you, you should vet me if you haven't listened to me before. Um, You can look me up. You can go to my LinkedIn. It's Lauren Versino. It's spelled exactly as it sounds. Um, This is rooted from a mentorship program I did with the AIGA. I'm not affiliated with them. But you should always be vetting somebody who's um, giving you advice about your happiness, your career, or your money. And I do all three of those things. So make sure I'm worth listening to. Um, I used to spend a lot more time convincing you. But if you're listening to me up to this point, um, my podcasts are very intentional in how they're looped together and how we progress through them. Every month I have a theme I have a Patreon where you can get these podcasts a week early and I make workbooks about them. So if I'm posing questions or I have resources or links or anything I mention in here, I put it into this workbook every month that you can pay for. Otherwise, I post it all for free because I think gatekeeping the design industry or any creative industry um, sucks. And this is my attempt at giving everybody an equal playing field when there's a lot of information that's missing. And I think the most um, destructive and punk rock thing you can do is tell everyone how to play the same game we're all playing so everyone has a chance at success. So all of that being said, (laughs) I just kind of want to walk through a thought that like kind of sparked this whole episode and like shifted it a bit. But I was watching, I was on TikTok, you know, we're all probably there. 
And it was one of those things, those stitches going around where someone was like, tell me something that um, a job taught you that you will never forget or something like that. And I was watching everybody else reply and I articulated a reply that kind of surprised me. I didn't really know I understood what I said. But what I said was that um, no one can quantify your value as a creative. No structure, no company, no government listing, like nothing within the systems that human society has built can quantify our value. And I think that's what makes doing this job so difficult sometimes because we're constantly comparing ourselves and being compared to other workers whose value is quantifiable. You know, there are numbered results. There are percentages that can be measured. There are dollars that can come in and out. But with creativity, because our job more or less is to solve problems for people and those problems live in people's subconscious how do you engage in something why do people want to interact with this brands want you to do that so hard and if you own your own business you try to do that too because you have to convince people all day all the time come by from me care about me care about what I can offer, validate me, watch my movie, listen to my interview, download my podcast, listen to my album, buy my shoes, buy my sunglasses, come to my salon and look at what I can do for you. That's what we're all doing every day all the time, whether it is productive or unproductive. And so marketing and inevitably managing emotions for people is a business and that's what creatives do we solve those problems and it's valuable and I think a lot more people now than ever before understand it is valuable but I don't think they understand how they can measure that value they just know that they need it and I think that's a really fine line we are always readjusting to all the time and if you're a new worker depending where you land as your first, second, or third job as you experiment with what you want to do and as you take work that you're curious about to try, you're going to be looking at a lot of different systems trying to quantify and measure that value. And they're all going to be different. But there is going to be a truth like thread through it that it's one of two things. You're going to have a marketing person most likely decide that that is a stupid waste of budget because they are looking at dollars or that that is an unmeasurable valuable thing to work within trends and the subconscious of human nature which is what algorithms measure to the best of their ability and grow and learn from all of that they're going to cultivate that so they're either going to ask you to do what they want you to do or they're going to give you free reign to do what you do best And those are kind of the two general systems you're going to fall into. And it'll be tricky to find out which one you find. Because I've worked in both. I've been dictated to. I need you to make this banner that says this thing and blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, well, you know, that's a lot of copy. People aren't going to read that. Maybe you should make it shorter and a quicker read and blah, blah, blah. Nope, just put this here. 
okay, you don't want to take my suggestion that might get you more click through, which I think is what you really want me to be solving for, but you are not interested in my opinion on solving the problem, so I will just execute. As a worker, you're going to find that at least once. And it'll be fine or it won't. That's for you to decide. Or you'll work for places that will take that suggestion, measure it, test it, see that it's valuable, and decide that that day your idea brought value to everybody (laughs) as a creative. These are kind of things that I mean. And I say all of that to say that the system is not perfect and no system is. I would love for you to tell me about a perfect system that humanity came up with that is still successful now from when it was thought about. Because I can't think of one. They're successful for a while, but humans aren't perfect, so our systems aren't going to be either, no matter how hard we try. And I think that school in general, no matter what you do, sets you up to believe you're going to walk into something that makes sense, is logical, is a perfect system, but it's not. We live and function in school in the way that school functions. It, it doesn't, no, no student really sits and wonders, hey, is my education serving me? When we're in elementary school, middle school, high school, college, I think is when we really first think about that because it costs so much. That's when our questions of value show up. And they're super important. And so because of that, if all you've ever experienced in your life has been a school system, you are not used to working within business where I hear people tell me all the time, people don't know what they're doing. I'm shocked to learn no one knows what they're doing. Adults are fake. They don't know because that's the truth. You either just walk through that door blindly confident that you're doing the right thing Or you're trying to always improve the system, which tends to be what I do. Or you're just like a chicken with your head cut off 24-7, panicked all the time. And all of those are real things that happen every day. (laughs) And I think people really underestimate their ability to choose if that's who they want to be. So no, no system is perfect, and thusly, a lot of systems don't know how to qualify how much of an asset you are. But the other part of what I said in my TikTok that like really kind of caught me off guard was that um, relationships between the people you have to work with or with yourself if you're self-employed are 100% contingent on the success of them are 100% contingent on the interpersonal relationships that that team has. Every single job I've had has been shitty because people were being ridiculous. If people are nice and they're well-intentioned and they're trying to be good teammates based on your task, you're going to have a lot better of a time and you're going to have a lot more success in the endeavors you partake with each other on for your problem-solving purpose. It's when everyone has egos, bruised histories, they hate each other, um, other people are self-important and talk down to people, or they're really shitty managers, and things like that. That is where the systems fail the fastest, because the only thing that helps a system be successful is implementation of the system, which takes people to do. So 
from a creative perspective, your success, if a company has not dictated how to measure your value, is 100% contingent on the fact that you have good working relationships with everyone you have to talk to every day. And I don't think people sit back and pull that apart and realize that until something happens. And I think the faster you realize that it is your people skills that will help you succeed in your creativity on top of like the givens and the givens in the creative field. If you're listening to the podcast, the given is you have a sick portfolio. You're good at what you do. You can technically execute creative work and that you have a taste you have curated over your whole life that makes you able to come up with good ideas. Those are all givens and we can all do that. We can all consistently do that. We can do that mostly on demand. It's just something in our brain that works that way. The other part is how you have success with people you have to work with who might not understand how valuable that is. We all know that. If you're talking to a designer or a painter or a photographer, we all know exactly how being creative happens, even if we can't articulate it. But when you're talking to someone who has a $500,000 budget for the next 12 months and they have to get that approved by some accountant guy who has to go to some lawyer guy, who has to go to the president of business, whatever the heck guy, they don't know that. And everyone else has to make a case all the way backwards and forwards to give everyone free reign to do their job. And whoever your advocates are to do your job is all you have. And if they don't like you or they don't think you're valuable or they don't think your idea, like they can't see your vision because maybe you didn't articulate it the best or maybe, you know, you don't know how to talk about what you do or they don't know how to hear what you're saying or whatever the case is. There's a zillion ways that cake can be cut. Um, they're the line of defense for you and it's only as good as it can be and you are the problem solver. You are the creative problem solver for yourself or for anybody. And I just want to say that that is very frustrating sometimes, especially if your job gives you a seat at the table and you have opinions and people value what you have to say and they like the things that you show them and you present well and blah, blah, blah. It can be a real downer when people don't give you what you need to do your job because someone else somewhere maybe just didn't quite understand how that goes. And so I say all of that just to just to reiterate to you, like you are valuable no matter how the system treats you. And I think creatives are the ones who beat themselves up the most about doing work, not doing enough, not doing the best and whatever, because it's all in our own head, our standard, because the system doesn't have one. And I have currently a manager who tells me, like, I kind of beat myself up a lot. Like, that's a note I've gotten back a couple of times to the point where I have a post-it on my work computer that says, believe what people tell you. Because I want to do such a good job because it's what I do all day. And my, my problem solving is valued and I want it to continue to be valued. 
And I want to be competitive with myself to continue to learn and curate my taste and get technically better and come up with a better idea than the last time because I'm growing as a creative in that way. And that translates into my personal creativity that I, I protect for my joy. And it translates into everything else that I do so that I become constantly better at everything that I am. That is how a third of my value in my life comes from. It comes from my job that helps give me that value because it can teach me how to be a better creative even if I don't ever take that lesson into another company or job ever again. It fulfills me personally because I get better reference material. I learn how to do something cool on Photoshop. I get better resources from the other creatives like texture packs, fonts, all that stuff. That's really valuable for me. And I learned so much more that way. And so I think we can get really stuck in our head and lose a lot of confidence and lose a lot of our self-worth because we might be victim to a system that doesn't know how to define that for us. And we subconsciously need that from the system. And because it doesn't show up, we feel like we're not worth anything or we're not good or we're not valuable or we're not you know, creative enough or whatever it is. And I'm here to tell you, the system doesn't know any better. You're the one who has to figure out how to help the system articulate itself for you. That's why I kind of always say it's on the burden of the creative to teach everyone what they do. It's annoying. Don't get me wrong. It is so annoying to constantly explain to people all day long why your idea is a good one while the other creatives around you don't need you to do that because they get it and because they do what you do. But the reality is if you're going to work for a system or you're going to ask for people to pay attention to you to buy your product, you have to explain to everyone all day all the time why you and your idea is the good one because they just don't have the vision and I think it's very important to just say that out loud especially if you're like a new worker who's just going out into the workforce and and you don't someone goes hey can you make a deck and you don't you barely know what that is but you kind of do or like hey you know we're gonna sit in this meeting can you walk someone through like what you went like how you made this today and it's like really scary to be in a room with like marketing people that you don't really understand what they do or don't know all of these things are really intimidating and they can make you feel really cringy and weird. Like if you feel like you fuck up or you feel like you talk too much or you feel like you repeated yourself or you overshared or all these things we all do that we're trying to figure out how to solve our own problem for explaining to other people how we are valuable through the idea of solving their problem they asked us to. And like, it's just a big mess and it's super weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just really wanted to spend this time just saying that's a learning curve and it's going to be a learning curve every time you go somewhere. So like if I left my job tomorrow and went to a different one, I would have a whole new learning curve for like how is my value assessed at my job? How do I explain this to people? Am I doing a good enough job? And the best advice I have is just listen to what people tell you. If people are telling you you're beating yourself up, you don't have to be so hard on yourself. If people are telling you they're do that you're doing a great job, it's the truth. You're doing a great job. Keep up the good work. If people are telling you 
wow, you really stepped up on this task and you're really good at this. Own that and be proud of it. Like I said back when um, you had to explain what you did to these people, um, don't be humble when you pitch yourself. Like, don't be humble. You are the only person who's going to advocate for yourself, whether that's for money, a promotion, doing well. That's all on you. And honestly, if it's about you and it's positive, it should be. Listen to what people tell you. Because it's the truth. You know, we are all so wrapped up in our own minds. Honestly, people aren't really thinking about you a lot at work. They're so busy doing other things. They don't, it's not personal a lot of the time. You know, some people have egos and some people take things really personally, which honestly is their own problem. It's not yours. They have their own insecurity they're dealing with. They have their own imposter syndrome they're dealing with. And they might be shitty at you every once in a while, but they're not doing it to you. Until it starts fucking with your money, no one's doing anything to you. Even if they're being shitty or they say a garbage joke at you. Like you can draw your boundaries because people aren't thinking about you. Someone said a really off color joke to me the other day and it really like ruined my day to be honest. But I was like, you know what? I need to take up space here and like you can't talk to me like that. Like whatever. I don't know why you thought saying that to me was okay, but I'm going to take a stance in my like stand my ground and be like, I don't think you meant that how it sounded but don't talk to me like that I don't appreciate it and I have to work with you and I value working with you don't do that oh okay my apologies sorry and I can feel however I want about it but it doesn't really matter and it's not gonna mess with that guy's money and like I still have to work with him so I did what I wanted to do to assert that like this is what I need to do a good job this is how it feels and like that is that's me and like you're the one who messed up like that's on you no one's thinking about it he wouldn't have said that if he was thinking about how it sounded people don't think about you (laughs) like like, take that as the best way you can that like if you're like oh people are gonna think I'm not here people are gonna think I'm not doing this they're not doing they're not thinking about you you just need to you know listen to them when they compliment you take the compliment it's really hard to do but take the compliment and let the compliment echo from your ears down to your like chest sternum through your ribs down your spine to your toes let that compliment go all through your bones and then back into your head and keep it in there and go yes yes compliment yes I am this good job me I'm gonna believe that And then before you know it, your confidence will go up. You're going to know how to function within a not perfect system. You're going to know your own value. And sometimes people just need to hear how valuable you think you are to believe that you are that valuable and build the system around that. That's something that happens. And if it's not going to happen, if a perfect world doesn't exist, you can go look for one. Because there there are different systems in every place. And I think that's what makes people scared to quit too. What if it's not better? What if this is the best I can find? The next one might not be better. But the one after that might be. is Is it so bad now that it's worth tolerating more? 
You know, you have to think of it backwards and forwards. And so I think when you're like, quote unquote, a baby creative, it's really scary and really hard to get out of your own head. And the best thing you can do is just do your best to try to get out of your own head, (laughs) which is really simple advice to give. It's not easy to execute upon. I get that. But it's it's just I wish someone had told me that a lot sooner I could have been a lot less stressed and also like just as a friendly reminder like are you even being paid enough to worry about that sometimes I ask myself that because I love process it's my favorite thing and when someone gives me a new task to do at work and I've never done it before I take it on and I learn everything about it and I call people hey what did you do last time hey why is this this way where is the reference for this I'm just like trying to figure it out and I love it because it's just like how I'm built it's it's just a fundamental piece of my own creativity Um, but then I'm like, well, this could be more efficient. I'm going to talk to the creative process lady. Hey, did you know it's this? We should update this and and everyone needs to know blah, blah, blah. And then sometimes I get so wrapped up. I have to go, is this part of my job description? (laughs) Am I using my time effectively by making sure everyone else knows the process because I didn't know the process and now the process is better for the end user, yada, yada, yada. It's okay to step back and be like, I'm not I'm not paid enough to worry about this. That's, that is totally okay. (laughs) But I just, I, I hope that's validating to like the experiences you start to have if you're not already having them. There's no perfect system. People are usually just being shitty at you, not to you. That doesn't make it right. But it's it's a lot less personal when you kind of understand that. And unless it's fucking with your paycheck, It's just a lot better to either just bluntly go like, you can't talk to me that way. I felt uncomfortable, yada, yada, or let it go, et cetera. No system is perfect. It's never gonna be. So you should be evaluating how the system makes you feel. And you should just listen to people when they tell you good things because it's the truth. People don't lie to you to make you feel better for fun. Like people don't do that. They're not thinking about you, remember? So if they're paying you a compliment and thanking you for your work, it's the truth because why lie? And just know no matter how anyone treats you, you are so valuable. The creative industry is growing so much right now because we need consumer journey interfaces and apps we have places like etsy where truly you can literally do whatever you want till you can't even stand it anymore you could sell originals you can make your own clothes you can buy pins everybody's making stuff even if they're not doing it full-time professionally like i make stuff and sell it there like you can truly do anything The industry is growing so much. There's so much need for everyone to be able to do all sorts of stuff. I mean, graphic designers, for example, used to just lay type and like composition. And now we make vector graphics. We lay out print ads. We do digital experiences. We manage social media. Like all of these businesses have nothing if there isn't someone there to make the assets and organize it and think about it and creatively problem solve for it, like they have nothing. Nobody's looking and nobody cares because everybody on the planet makes content now. 
They make TikToks. They make Instagrams. They're on Pinterest. They're on Facebook. People are writing things. People are making really shittily designed memes that go viral. People are taking videos of frogs in the rain that get 2 million views. Companies have to compete with that. And we are the ones who can help them because we're bridging that gap. You are absolutely valuable. And if anyone at any job at any time in your skill level makes you feel otherwise, they're a fucking idiot. (laughs) They're just dumb. If people don't have that vision, they're just an idiot and they're getting lost to time. And it happens. It happens a lot. I was watching this TikTok account a million years ago, like last year, where this guy mixed paint and he made it interesting and he got so many views mixing paint at his job. He got an audience engaged in mixing paint for like a house and we all loved that shit. So he took that to the marketing manager and was like, hey, you know, there's an audience for this. People are interested in it. Like, here's my pitch. I can run this thing. I can help you get you know, views and da-da-da-da, he got fired. That, oh my God, if I was ever in charge and found out somebody did something so fucking dumb like that, be like, this kid got people interested in like paint mixing and you fired him? We could be viral on TikTok. We could be getting engagement with a whole like age of audience that doesn't give a shit about house paint and this guy found a way to get them interested in our product and you fired that guy? Fucking idiots. And then he went on to make his own business and guess what? He's really successful because he knows how to get everyone's attention. That is the epitome of how valuable all of us are as creatives, no matter what creative you are. So I just want to tell you the system isn't perfect. People who've problem solved for the hardest problem on the planet going viral get fired all the time. So if you got fired for any reason or someone's beating you up at work, so to speak, or you're having really bad doubts and self-confidence because of something that somebody said or did, I want you to know you are valuable and our value is only going up as we have so much content to compete with. The more social platforms that pop up, the more things like Canva that pop up, we know how to compete with that. We're on it. We're curious about it. We make stuff for it, even when we don't even mean to. It's why we have to check in with ourselves. Hey, everyone said I was good at this. Do I even want to monetize it? We're always right there. We're the first ones right there for whatever that means. And people innovate all of this so much. People do the most creative things on TikTok in a minute. And Vine back in the day, you had six seconds to get someone's attention and rewatch your video a hundred times. People are creative problem solvers left and right. You are no different. And companies need us to do that. They can't teach people how to do that. You just have to live and breathe it, which we naturally do. And this is why I tell all of you, find out what you're good at and just function within that. Find where you fit in what you would be doing anyway. That guy was mixing paint. He was making something curious out of something boring. I bet you he does that all the time. There are people out there who put their entire like animation reel on TikTok a minute at a time and they're getting work from it. 
I watch people share their portfolios on there in a minute. Creative directors only have a, like five minutes max to look at your website. People are innovating all the time. And if you get on like anti-capitalist TikTok, people talk about how they would just be making all this really incredible shit anyway if they didn't have to go to work all day. We're trying to do that at work, whether we realize it or not. So I say all of this over and over to just validate you are important. Your skills are so important. We're going to walk into a recession. Things are getting weird. We're going to figure out pandemic hybrids. We're all kind of like grappling with our like pandemic trauma because we've adapted to staying in and we have to readapt to going out. All of this stuff is all over the place and it's it's very weird. But you, at the end of the day, if you're listening to this, you're creative. Just straight up 100% in your heart. You are capable of coming up with a creative problem solve for anyone who needs it. And it is a lot more likely that you're somewhere that doesn't know how to listen to a good idea when it hears one than you being a shitty creative. That's just the truth. You're always going to be a better creative. People just might not know what your vision means. So go prove them wrong. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I've done that. (laughs) Oh, you don't want to hear me? Okay, I'll go somewhere that does. And then they listen and bam, here we all are. So, you know, I hope that was helpful. I know I'm just like, oh, creative pep talk, this, that, or maybe this didn't make any sense, whatever. Um, But just know, no matter who you're talking to or how anyone makes you feel, you can do something not a lot of people can. And you're choosing to go be employed about it and game capitalism about it and pay your bills to have security and health insurance and all that stuff you're going to need the older you get with your creative joy and you can balance all of this stuff and you'll be a mentally happy healthy creative for it so i hope that helps uh again check out the patreon it's the creative mentor on patreon.com you can search the creative mentor podcast i'm the creative mentor on tiktok um you can find me on LinkedIn, like I said. Uh, if you want to connect, please leave me a message. I don't like cold accept everybody unless I've met you in real life. So write me a little message. If you want to tell me a whole story, I love to read them. I love them so much. I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing your questions and your comments and all that stuff. So hit me up and I will talk to you next week.